0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trail Tales. This is your host, Tom Funk. We will continue our hike across Michigan's Upper Peninsula. I am now in Baraga County. And Baraga County is known uh, for Father Baraga, who in 1843 uh, opened the Holy Name Mission for Native Americans here, and around it the town grew. Uh, it was originally called Bristol, but uh, they changed it to Beraga in 1870. And Beraga County is 904 square miles and home to 8,000 people. So it's August 2nd, 1998. Starting out at the gas station in Sydney, and I'm going to end my walk today at Parent Lake Public Access. A total hike of 15 miles, bringing you my trip total. To 173.5 miles. Uh, Weather today, partly sunny, high of 80, low of 55, and there are virtually no bugs. And this is going to be a start of a 90-mile road walk on M28. So asphalt is going to be my trail conditions. The less there is between you and the environment, the more you appreciate the environment. Colin Fletcher. All right, we break camp, and we're all on the road by 9 a.m. Misha, well, she survived her journey, and now she has the task to drive all the way home to Lansing. Now, Misha just spent 24 hours uh, in a car round trip uh, just to hike with me for about uh, six hours. So I really hope she enjoyed her time um, as we walked out of the Sturgeon Gorge Wilderness. So now, no more soaking up nature's beauty. Gone are the days of stopping to listen to the wind. Bird watching will be limited to the obvious. It is the internal combustion wheelchair that is my greatest enemy for the next nine days. Its speed, velocity, the humans, the fumes, its invasive roads, and the debris left behind are what are on my mind plan today is to walk to Parent Lake Public Access. Sean will search for a place to camp and then either pick me up at Parent Lake or 6 p.m., whichever comes first. So the North Country Trail uh, back in 1998 ceased to exist um, at the uh, edge of the Ottawa National Forest and did not pick up again until north of Marquette. Um, Today, the trail uh, does exist for the most part uh, between the two points. But back then, I was stuck walking um, M28. So I had limited walking experience on busy highways such as this. Um, So M28 stretches the length of the Upper Peninsula from Sault Ste. Marie to Ironwood. And uh, the only other east-west highway is US2. Um, And folks will debate which one is busier. Um, I used to think US2, but I really think it's M28 since I've driven uh both multiple times. And uh, I'm thinking it's M28 that's busier. So I'm expecting a busy road walk. So road walking is reasonably risky when you start to think about it. Walking into traffic on the shoulder, I have to maintain eye contact with most drivers since they're completely oblivious to what I am doing. I have to look out for them. I do not have to look at my feet constantly because I'll be walking on packed gravel. Uh, My reflexes have to be rapid in case someone tries passing me on the right, and now I can see why this is illegal, um, or if they swerve at me purposely or inadvertently. So I need to pay attention to each and every vehicle. Even though the air temperature is going to reach 80 degrees, the asphalt absorbs and releases heat, making it feel 90 degrees or more while i'm on the tarmac the only saving grace is when a semi-truck passes me providing me a gush of wind to give me a brief reprise from the heat semis are quite common on this highway and they usually get into the passing lane when they go by unless there's an oncoming car cars trucks and suvs have a lower rate of getting over sights well they're humdrum roadkill is the norm for wildlife viewing Walking by a dead great horned owl, a dead brown snake, and a dead porcupine, well, the fun of walking is diminishing quickly. As I cross the hill between Sidnaw uh, and Watton, I watch as a motorist heading east comes to a stop and pulls over to the side. Another motorist going west stops to observe a big lump in the road. Uh, pulling out my binoculars, it looks like the first motorist hit a dog. Uh, while walking towards the roadkill, um, I, I wonder what he hit. can't really tell through my binoculars. Uh, the more uh, go back to the respective vehicles, pull away, leaving this lump in the highway. It will be 20 minutes or so before I even get there. In the meantime, I walk by a Mennonite church, a run-down gas station, and a junkyard. Approaching the dead animal on the road, I notice the street signs all are Scandinavian, Sarian Road, Solly Road, Corpi Road, and Risku Road. I come upon the animal, and its head is near the center line with its back to me. It has, get this, a raccoon tail. It is a raccoon. This thing is huge. must be a 50-pounder. It's definitely bigger than my dog, Dookie, who weighs in at about 45 pounds. Those motorists must have gotten out of the car to say, Hey, biggest dumb dang coon I ever saw, eh? So I carry on walking towards Covington, or at least where US-141 and M-28 intersect, uh, where Misha and I bought junk food two days ago. I hear in the trees to my left a sound, Chickpea! Chickpea! Grasping my binoculars, I start looking at the trees. At the top, what well, appears to be a small bird of prey. Maybe ten inches tall, mostly spotted brown breasts and some streaks. It has a rounded tail with stripes, but they're not very distinct. I start pulling out my bird book. Oh, whoops, I forgot. I ditched that way back then. So I carry a pad of paper with me, I pull it out, and I draw a sketch. Mind you, cars are whizzing by me wondering what in the heck I'm looking at. Immature Cooper's Hawk? Sharp Shin Hawk? Merlin? Well, my guess is an immature Cooper's Hawk. I continue walking to the marathon station. I see Sean waiting for me. The only shade was in an area where someone had been dumping concrete and other items of refuse. Not to a pleasant place, but it's shady and it will do. I go inside the store and every tourist and their brother were in there too. I buy a mining journal out of Marquette mostly to see what the weather is going to be like. Chance it'll rain Wednesday. That's it for precipitation in the near future. Also, I buy an orange juice and a Dr. Pepper. Odd and errant looks follow me exiting the store. See anything worthwhile today, Asked Sean. Mostly cars. Saw a 50-pound dead raccoon and a dead porcupine. Oh, and I think I saw a Cooper's hawk. Really? Is that a big or a small heart- hawk? I'm cruising through the newspaper reading, listening to Sean. Well, small, I could not ID it, so I wrote down some notes. Is this what you saw? Sean points to a section of the newspaper I handed him previously. Yeah, that's it. What is it? It says, Merlin's making a strong comeback. No kidding, a merlin. What's the deal with the merlin, Sean asks. Well, they used to be rare due to overuse of pesticides. Um, They were almost wiped out of Michigan. I've seen them a couple times in Michigan. That's pretty cool that they're making a comeback up here. What do they eat? Oh, they're birds. Sean continues, I found a place to camp, Kings Lake. It's out in the boonies. Am I still picking you up as we previously arranged? Yep, I think I'll make it to Parent Lake before 6 p.m., Lunch is over, forcing me to continue my walk on M28. Since it is Sunday, there's an abundance of cars whizzing by me, going home from parts unknown. I reach a point where my Delorme map that took me from the Trap Hills to Covington is obsolete. I put that map away, and I pull out my next section. Examining the thin black line streaking through a sea of green, I realize I have the daunting task of walking many, many miles on a highway through absolutely nothing. If I were a trail, I'd be ecstatic. But this is a road. Having about two miles to Parent Lake, my feet are really starting to feel sore. Or are they numb? I keep telling myself, just keep walking. At 4.45 p.m., I make it to Parent Lake Public Access. A boat ramp, small parking area, and an outhouse. And it has a beautiful spring-fed lake nestled in the tamarack, cedar, and black spruce. What a sight! Or is it a reward for walking all that asphalt? The view is astonishing click I find a shade tree and slump down to the ground to read my dosketski I turn the pages to where I left off and a man about 55 walks up you hiking eh yes sir don't want to be bothered I just want a nap where are you going well if all goes well the man going on a bridge well that's pretty daring daring well, I've been told crazy stupid dumb wild awesome but daring you got a tent no sir bivouac this guy seems a little weird. He's standing over me, invading my private space. He's about two feet away. I continue. I was going to camp here, but it's not allowed. So a friend is picking me up, and he's bringing me to a campground. Which one, he asks. Not too many in the area. Sturgeon Gorge, I say. I just lied to the man. I don't care. What if this guy wants to steal my backpack? Am I being too paranoid? My name's Ort from Holton. Hello, Art from Houghton. I am Tom from Battle Creek. Arriving in the nick of time, Sean pulls up. Thank goodness, he's an hour early, but none too soon for me. We head to Kings Lake State Forest Campground. We take old M28 and Kings Lake Road, which is in essence a two-track to the campground. Again, it is on a lake with no $300,000 houses. This makes up for the road walking. Lined with every conifer possible, the lake is about 500 acres in size. Throwing a few rocky islands and some geese, and I feel I can call this home for tonight. Walking to the water's edge, I notice a gross, thin film of algae that goes from shore out to about twenty feet. <laughs> Looks like I won't be bathing tonight. I say to Sean. A gaggle of geese, habituated to humans, swim up to the shore and proceed to check us out. A goose has a band on his neck. Five J R O. And it allows me to think of the Kellogg Biological Station and all the good work they do to replenish trumpeter swans and study the migration patterns of waterfowl. Sean is cooking supper and the geese are petitioning, and I am watching as the neighbors interact with each other. Small child, a dog, and a dad are on the site next to us in a pop-up. If I ever get an RV, it's going to be a pop-up. The dog, well, he starts running towards the geese, unrestrained, and jumps into the water. Get back here, says the father. Your dog is doing us a great service by keeping us keeping these socialized geese away, we say. Maybe they'll learn that humans are bad, I say, watching Sean cook chicken a la King. Yeah, don't you hate it when people feed geese? They're never around to see them do stuff like this. I like this guy. Yeah, kills him in the long run. Fed goose? It's a dead goose. Exactly, he says. His dog is swimming back to the shore. The geese have moved on, apparently to another site where the residents are feeding them. When will people learn? We eat, kick back, and drink a few beers, and write my journal, fill out some postcards, and I read. Sean is reading Informal Logic by Douglas Walton. We are also enjoying the service of the 20 or so bats in the area, watching them eat all the bugs. Some would even whiz by our heads, inches away. We don't even flinch when they do. Thank you, bats. We dose up on beer, eat, and get a good night's rest. Because there will be more road walking tomorrow. All right, road walking. I made the best of it, and when I was sitting down to write, I really had to, really had to, you know, scratch my head and come up with stuff to talk about because it was pretty much watching cars whiz by me. But as we go along, um, I'm sure you'll find it uh, rather entertaining. Don't think it's going to be boring at all. Uh, I had a, you know, a little fun. Um, as much as I could while hiking uh, M28 to Marquette. And I couldn't have done this without my friend Sean. He uh, was up there for a week. He would go exploring the day, and we would set up a rendezvous time, and then we would uh, uh, head to a campground, and he'd bring me back in the morning, drop me off, and I'd uh, continue my hike. So that was a big help. And thank you, Sean Miller, for doing that uh, for me back in the day. All right, well, thanks for listening. Appreciate your time, and this is Tom Funk with Trail Tales. We will see you again.